0: okay we are starting sheer number four and many good and important details over here let's try to be as thorough as we can in regards to who is obligated to um,
1: <coughs>
0: who are we obligated to give tzedakah to who is who is a worthy candidate of receiving Tzedakah oh boy and this is like very relevant let's see uh, in the introduction we discussed this in
2: 78 for the front yeah
0: um, by Tzedakah introduction even uh, even before 78 I think yeah uh, two pages before 78 Sugi so introduction the reason Qal Yisrael are leaders in philanthropy worldwide is because we recognize that tzedakah is not merely a good deed. Rather, it is an integral part of preservation of the world. Rabbi created the world in a way in which we are empowered to help support those who have less than us. For this reason, Rabbi Chaimi says that the reward for tzedakah is much more direct and guaranteed than most other mitzvot. By giving tzedakah proper generously, we become trusted partners. We do so acting trusted to deliver the funds that Hashem wants us to distribute the to call to Two categories of viewing charity, which often gets confused. sedaka and Meister. It's important to clarify and differences between those in order to probably learn and alachot both mitzvot. One important difference is sedaka is the mitzvot sedaka and Allahot of the master of the origin of the obligation. Sedaka is definitely mitzvot the de When One approach by a poor person for alms he has a positive biblical commandment to give him donation. One who refuses an Nazi request transgresses a host of positive and negative mitzvahs. Regarding Maasir, on the other hand, there's a varying opinion level of his obligation. A minority of post can call it, consider it deoraita, and other poskim say it's rabbinic, and a majority hold it's a, merely a minig, albeit an obligation minig. So poorly denote that the ma'aseh can become deoraita if acted like a nether, and done with a certain way, three times without saying Bli neder. Another difference is the amount of obligation. May is a static 10% of one's earning, whereas the amount of tzedakah one gives could be much less or much more than one-tenth. We're obligated to give an ani the amount of the <laughs> Okay, that's the, that, that's the uh, for example, Papa pauper is a great immediate lead, one can help is you. You're obligated to give him much more than 10% of your income. However, if it's not the case. You can technically fulfill tzedakah by giving as little as a third of a shekel per year, approximately one or two dollars per year. Huh. It is very well known that you say, "Rabbi, I gave my tzedakah for the year." <laughs> it is very well known that one gives charity is rewarded with a very unique guarantee of aser bishvil share. This is a guarantee that if you give master, you become rich. In addition, although it's prohibited to test Hashem with any other mitzvahs. When it comes to tzedakah, there's a very unique challenge that the Navi echoes. But the Rebona Shalom who says, You shall test me with the faith if I shall not open for you a warehouse of the heavens and shower you the blessing. Some find that these unique concepts are not applicable to one who merely adheres based basic tzedakah, but only one of sir strictly and meticulously. So basically... That's where, we, that's where we know, One, I've said this many, many times, but this is especially important, this is our last year in regards to tzedakah, and already next week we start the halachot of ma'aser, how to give ma'aser. So in tzedakah this week, we're gonna understand what's called the poor person. So it starts from a mishnah in masechet peah. Masechet peah is when, uh, when you leave the corners of your field untouched for the poor person, And also when you you forget some of the uh, wheat that let's say you forgot to take, you don't go back to your field and get it. Those are two obligations in the Torah of leaving for a poor person. So then the poor person goes to the field and picks those remnants up, right? So what is called somebody who goes to get peah or not? So the Mishnah tells us, this is the first source that we're going to learn. Mishnah is in the 8th chapter of Masechet Peah, Mishnah Chet. Somebody who has 200 Zuz. What is 200 Zuz? We know that that's the amount that a woman gets in her Ketubah. And it's probably around the amount that it takes minimally for a person to live for one year. So somebody who has Matayim Zuz, in other words, he has that income for a year. Lo yito leket shikha ani. You shouldn't take all of these things of leket, shikha, peya, maser, ani. Let's say he has 200 Zuz, but he's missing a little bit, just a Dinar of it. Even a thousand people could give him. That means that he'll end up with more than Matayim Zuz. But he's a, he qualifies for Tzedakah because he doesn't have his yearly income. A raise a and he could take. Just like technically
3: what I- Line.
0: Yes, it's exactly that. Let's say they uh, people want to um, want to basically uh, uh, um, collateral. In other words, his assets are tied up for his wife's kituba or for his um, or for people that he's owed money. So you could also take for from tzedakah because it's not like he has that money. But, we don't obligate it to sell his house or his appliances. So let's say he has 200 zoos, but it's all in his house or in his appliances. We don't make him sell that. Doesn't talk about if his assets are tied up in stocks or in other real estate investments. I know somebody. I know somebody that has a lot, a lot of money. All tied up somewhere. So right now he has no money. So I'm not going to give him tzedakah. The question is, he says, I have no tzedakah to give. Great, because you tied up all your money. Okay.
4: That was his choice. What? That was his choice. choice. That
0: was his choice. I get it. So then he has to figure out how he's going to have to give tzedakah then. So well let's say he all passes over to his kids so he'll never get stuck up and his kids then they're going to get so like there has to be some system so that, that, that's what the are you
3: using the word interchangeably sadaka and my stuff, but we just assume we just heard that you don't give that much
0: yeah but we also know that on the other hand you might have to give a lot you don't give that much um, you don't give that much just in the middle of the recording here. You don't give that much if everyone has what they need. But on the other hand, if an ani that you know needs something, you might have to give him even more than 10%. That's that, So it's, it's a double-edged sword tzedakah. Yeah, but the question is right now, you have an ani that comes in front of you. Your one or two dollars is your basic obligation. But any ani that comes to you, you're obligated to give him something. You know, that's why I just I just did like this. I have a friend called Venmo. So somebody gave me for the tzedakah box, his tzedakah pushka to put in the shul. There was like $50 bills. So what did I do? I said, you know what? I'm going to be the ATM machine. I send of my own personal money, like $25 to the shul. I took those $1 bills because I'm not going to go to the bank to get dollar bills. I don't have time for that. So now I have in my tallest bag dollar bills. So if somebody comes, at least I can't say I don't have something, I have something at least to give. I give them two, five, whatever it is. That's planning ahead. You gotta be able to plan ahead for it, Sid.com. In other words, having some type of money, or to, like uh, nowadays, they, a lot of these things, they have credit card things. So Okay, so that, you gotta be able to give something. That, that, that is something that it doesn't require a lot of effort, and it's something you're helping somewhat. Then you decide on your big money how to give. We'll speak about that, and we already started speaking about that priorities, right? Uh, family, uh, uh, your city, and today we're going to also speak about Talmud Torah a little bit. Uh, Shul, we're going to get into that a little bit, but but uh, but 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 let, let's go one by one. Who's an ani right now?
3: Meaning liquid now in my bank, in uh-huh. my hand, or over uh-huh. here? I'll make that much, since uh-huh. I won't be. There.
0: No, it means over the year, over the course of the year.
4: He he has the yeah, tempos? yeah. Has no. So, a person can tie everything. He sense.
0: could tie. He he could tie. No. Yeah, technically.
3: Well, there's a lot of people in real estate. I don't
0: get it. it tied up, but they get dividends. They get
3: income, but they Not no expenses. Yeah, that so estate doesn't generate a lot of revenue. So
0: on those type of people, when they will get distribution, that's when they give MISER. So they'll give it in one chunk. In ten years, when they sell it and they take the profits, and I saying, ah, they're going to give it somewhere else. That works for a uh, how do you, how do you call that tax uh, the tax when you put your money somewhere else. No, you. But there's there's a number for it, 1031. That's what it's called. Yeah. So yeah. So that works for IRS. Does that work for Meiser or not? We're gonna learn. In other words, when you are taking out that money and now, you, so you're gonna put it in another real estate. In other words, so you're never gonna give Meiser then. You'll never give Meiser then, according to that. Does that make sense? Maybe. Eventually, cash out. Not if you're Persian. Not right. Right. Depreciation, yeah.
2: depreciation. No, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, IRRs, it always <laughs> be uh, below zero. <laughs> you <can> medic- get <laughs>
3: medicated.
0: <laughs> 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 that you know what we're leading all up to that. We're all I know. I know we want to all understand that very well because it's not something that's written but we'll, we're going to try to get as much so comments we'll, well. so if a person keeps exchanging he's keeps doing and exchanging do do meiser meiser, we're going to learn that's not this week we still have 4 more weeks here and now we're going to discuss that in depth tzedakah, you have to have something to give to a poor person your question is more going to be Let's say it's a family member that you know he needs $10,000 and you don't have 10000 and you're the only one who can help him. Then you might have an obligation to give him $10,000. If you're the only one that knows and that could help him and he needs $10,000, that's something else. That we'll have to figure out. Do you have to sell? Do you have to sell? Uh, do you have to sell? I, that might be a good question. But right now, I wanna deal with the poor person. You're, let's say you have a family member, somebody has a family member that is in dire straits, but they have investments that they'll lose money if they sell them now. Are they able to take tzedakah? That's my question. And is your money that goes to them called tzedakah? That's today's sub-topic. So, um, Rabbi,
5: can you uh, make a camera that all the money that I give, whatever it is, it's going to be considered my sir. So you don't You
0: sure, sure. do that. You, you should do that, by the way, when you're in Sephardic synagogues, they sell the mitzvot. So the taz writes, that they also used to do it in the time of the taz because by Ashkenazim also they do that from after Yonah and for selling electricity and whatever else. You should have in mind... Always that whatever you are uh, buying, it goes from tzedakah. Because if you don't, it becomes an obligation. It becomes an obligation. An obligation you can't use Meister from. But that's not today's topic again. But that, that's. Uh I'm just answering that So if somebody
5: comes to you And says I want Sadaka It's an obligation Can I have in mind That I'm giving from my advice? Of course Of course sure.
0: Sure. sure But if he's somebody Who's not really an Ani It's a problem And that's today's topic so we don't know if he's a... That's today's topic Let's learn it Let's learn it Let's see So
5: whatever Even if I give this five dollars I'm gonna have in mind it's from my master. Right
0: If he's a legitimate Ani Anybody who has A sheet from the vad, You can rely That he's a, he's a real Ani It's 80 That's their job to look at to to look into if he's a real ani now the rashba has a teshuva on this and he says like this the amount of 200 it, it, it's in simantaf taf ayin bet what is mataim zuz does this 200 zuz apply to the halachot that we just learned in the mishnayot says the rashba Oh maybe it's not exactly similar to somebody who takes and he's stealing the from the Aniyam otherwise. About maybe he's stealing from Rather aniyam but in not Because if he does steal from the ani, because the ani is gonna find is gonna go back to the Balba'i, it's gonna give him more money. Whereas over here it's whatever's on the field is on the field. So maybe the Rashba was asked, "You don't go according to the of Matimzus." Maybe, maybe even if somebody has Matimzus, it's called it's called an it's called an ani. So his answers, if you skip the paragraph, Omer ani akol Everything is according to Parnasa. So says the says the, the Rajba, definitely it's not unlimited, tzedakah. If a person has money, like we know, somebody who has enough for meals, he can take tzedakah. And therefore, somebody who takes tzedakah and he doesn't need, he's stealing for from the poor people. Gozil minaniyam. Shariyoto Balabite <laughs> sheet and Lua lani akher. Because this Balabite, he has enough siddaka in his envelope to give. He doesn't give to one he doesn't give to one person, he's not gonna be able to give to the other. So if an ani takes unjustly, he's stealing from Siddaka, says the Rashba, And therefore you do go according to the uh to the uh, to the parameters of the person. They, oh, oh, you don't know. There's that's why there's a vada tzadka that checks it out, but sometimes you do know a family member. You know, he's a family member that he wants you to support him, but in the meantime, he's sitting on a lot of cash. That's going to be our question. Does he have to sell or not? Okay, let's go. You remember and I had a question last week. I didn't know that some of the details last week is gonna be <coughs> speak, spoken about this week. Okay, let's go. Let's go to Siban Resh Nun Gimel in the Shulchan Aruch. Somebody already has enough food for two seudot. you shouldn't take from the charity plate. That's literally tamhu, the charity plate. I know we I know the churches they pass around the charity plate, but that's Mazon Arba Seudot. If he has enough for 14 meals. He shouldn't take from the uh, community fund. That's like a, a more general fund. And if he has 200 zoos for the year, and it's not like it's invested somewhere, or he has 50, and it's like um, he's always like making money from that. That's considered he has enough money. Let's say, but he doesn't have enough money and he's not dealing with it. He's allowed to take Tadaka. So basically, if somebody has enough income for the year that he's getting his paycheck and he has a contract or he's getting his paycheck, then he's okay. The question is a businessman who, according to the regular business then, plan, he should be having enough money. So every money takes a month by month. So he's not called an Ani. He's not called an Ani, even though he doesn't have the money right now. Because He's saying he has at least 50 zoos that he keeps on trading with from that 200 zoos. I don't know how you calculate that. In other words, he, he's making it month to month.
5: Yeah.
0: I mean, do you have to have 150 zoos in the bank, which is, let's say, if it's a year's salary, 150 zoos is three quarters, 75% of that money in the bank. I I don't think so, because I think they're speaking about a business model. It's not talking about a set salary that's coming in. I if you know the set salary is coming in, that's calling having 200 zoos, what you need to have.
3: How would you, I'm just trying to think of, like, you know, during the Chakim, the rabbis get, like, for Pesach and all that. And they're getting a salary, maybe not... They're getting a salary, and they're collecting food for the Chakim. How, how would that...
0: We're going to get to that, too. Lom de Torah, all of that. We're going to get to that also. Generally, I will let you know, not only Kolal rabbis, but anybody who is in Klikodesh in the city, a rebbe, is usually... Way below making it out of the year Usually he doesn't have enough to make it through the year And he's relying on all types of miracles and things And things that are coming up I, I know, I have to deal with people like this In this in this type of regard Not always, but usually Now, some of them are better off So then your question is is that Should they refuse that? Or is that considered hachzakat Torah? That's going to be the question. It's not going to be considered an aniyam, but it's going to be called supporting Torah. That we're going to see soon. We're going let's to see say soon. say the father-in-law is very rich. Right. So, so what? No, really. Who says the father-in-law has to support his son-in-law? So, so for sure Who says the father-in-law has fall. to support
5: his father-in-law? No, no, no. Let's say for sure we know he's not going to fall. So is he also, let's say he cannot make it throughout the year. He gets a paycheck. He's not making exactly what you said, but the father-in-law is very rich and he knows that he's not going to fall ever. So, where does that, where does that put
0: it? Hear the question, I hear the question.
1: But I hear the that. P- pressure on the father, right?
0: mm-hmm. Listen, BMG, Base Ventures Gavoa, used to pay $300 a month. But what? You know, $300 a month doesn't pay for milk. Milk. It doesn't pay for milk, right? It used to pay. The, the past uh, two years, I don't know if you know this movement that's been going on, or Blazer Shiner. From Muncie, um who is is a big tzaddik, and he he uh, he took on the initiative that they're going to raise the uh, budget of BMG. That every single avreich is going to get uh, six hundred dollars a month. Which you times that, which you times that by six thousand avreichim. Do the numbers yourself. And he got, you know, a lot of friends to give like millions of dollars and they made that. Then they made this big Adiria Torah and the purpose of Adiriyah Torah was to give honor and kavod to the Lom Dei Torah. Not one uh, um, donor was mentioned in any headline or in anything or anywhere. And it was just because people are learning when they're 30, 40, 50 years old, some of them, and like, like to recognize that that's a real value and it's such an important uh, uh, um, such an important life mission to do. And the wives are busting their chops for it and nobody really knows about them. So this gave them a lot of uh, strength and encouragement. And that was the purpose of that. And subsequently it was announced there that it's gonna go from $600 to $1,000. That was two years ago in the Wells Fargo. And this year in the Wells Fargo, which we feel bad for the, I think it was the Celtics, because, no, we feel bad for the 76ers, because we, what happened was, was that, that the, the Adiria-Torah event that just happened this year in the Wells Fargo Center was scheduled for Sunday, but the 76ers were doing well in the playoffs, and if they would have won game seven, Adiria-Torah would have had to have been pushed off, but they lost. <laughs> Sorry. So at that moment, they increased it from a thousand to a thousand two hundred. So, what my point is is that there are avreichim in Lakewood that maybe they have very rich father in laws. Nobody is suggesting that that's not called achzakat Torah. They are making a thousand two hundred dollars. Their wife is making the bulk of the money. We hope, otherwise, that how could they make the the money? But every dollar helps for them. I would assume uh, if Laser Shiner's son or daughter is learning in Lakewood, they will not be taking that. They'll forego that check. I would assume somebody like that has enough um, has enough self dignity to forego that check. Right? There are somebody told me that they were in a synagogue in they were in a shul in Lakewood and they were, the, they were from LA Then they're, they do well in LA they were a wealthy person in LA and they said they were embarrassed because they were the only person there that didn't own a private jet in other words there are very rich enclaves of Balabat that are doing very well in Lakewood so they're also supporting the Lakewood yeshiva I mean I don't own a private jet either so I don't feel bad but, uh, most people know in LA, it's not a thing. Even if they have enough money for it, they don't, you know, it's not their thing. I use mine, like, 20, 20, 20 <laughs> here, I don't know why have it. Yeah. <laughs> you We're talking, I'm not talking about your jet scooter, Danny. I'm not talking about your jet scooter, okay? <laughs> we
3: care about the pollution here. Right, it's because right, right, right. of that. That's, That's Rabbi, why. Know,
5: the private jet is not the problem. The problem is even on the hangar, you have to pay half a million dollars. Uh, there's subscription
0: service, now Uber for it. Halavay, that should be my problem, why I can't afford it. All right, let's right, go further. Right, right. So, so there is there is, so there is something called Achazagat. Honey, we're not talking about Torah. What? We're not talking about somebody Achazagat Torah. No, thing. no, they wouldn't. But but is it called the, the Torah? That's very hard to... I would say that that person shouldn't take, but let, let's 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 learn. Let's say somebody learns in the lincoln and they come from a very very wealthy family. You're giving the kol and kol the paying them a salary also. That's for sure called Zakata torah. What do you mean? You don't have rebbe's in schools that they come from good families. we're talking about that their families, pay but they're they're learning Torah and this is their salary to. To be able to teach Torah, so you're paying them to teach Torah. You're paying them a teacher. Of course, it's called achzakat Torah.
5: No, I'm for sure, achzakat Torah doesn't have to be only to an
0: ani. It's that you're helping promote Torah.
1: No, so let's say matter. I'm because paying a
0: marketing guy to promote Torah. I, the marketing, so I'm not getting tzedakah. Of course, I'm getting tzedakah. It's a different type. There's tzedakah of poor people, and there's tzedakah of promoting Torah.
5: No, so if you're paying this person directly, he's not considered a poor, right?
0: But you I'm know, paying him to promote Torah. Otherwise, right, he wouldn't be able to do it.
5: the guy has a rich father, and I'm teaching Torah. But his, is his man.
0: rich father law like giving him money? Enough no, money. No. So then. That's
5: but it, but make sure he doesn't
0: fall. No, 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 no. fall. No. no. Quite that's, quite of course, he's able. He, he needs to live. Okay. there's a lot of questions here. What? It's 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 very important to know these things. If uh, let's continue in the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah because there's important details. Okay. Page 82. Somebody goes to one city because he's missing his 200 Zuz for the year. Right? He's missing. He needs a $100,000 to make it for the year. He's, he needs another $20,000. He goes to one city, he makes $40,000, he's okay. He doesn't have to stop in the middle of the city at $100,000. Because that's considered one city he went to collect to. Interesting. Why? Because uh, that's considered that for this city, he's an in ani. Interesting. I don't know why he doesn't stop at a hundred. Now, if he has a lot of tied up assets, he's an who love but they're, in, they're they're owed to somebody, or memushka the or they are uh, uh, they are um, uh, leveraged because of the ketuba of his wife. Right, and that means in different areas. That means the, if let's say his wife dies and she has kids from a previous marriage. Maybe those kids get to collect the ketuba. There's different scenarios in those days. Nowadays the ketuba is not really relevant. Harze yitol let's say he has uh, a lot of appliances in his house but he doesn't have 200 zoos so what are you going to do? are you going to go to the um, how do you call it? the uh, liquidation uh, bankruptcy what? pawn shop? yeah do you make him go to the pawn shop? he does not have to sell his appliances even if gold and silver but that's only talking about food uh, food appliances but let's say he just has like a fancy scraper uh, how do you call it a peeler or a, a mortar and pestle mortar and pestle you know that Adam what it means then then what happens is is that and that's a fancy one. That's just an extra that he should sell. So if you own a Picasso painting, maybe that you should sell. Now.
3: So oh, quick, I'm going back to your assets question. Picasso real estate is huge He can go to the bank on these properties and get a loan. Yeah. Which one would go first? In getting a loan or giving to
0: documents? How does he? If he can pay back the loan, fine. But he has
3: property, right? He has property. That's how people get loans. They back it up with their property. But right now
0: he needs extra money to live. He has his property. He has an apartment. He can take a line of credit. But How is he going to pay his line of credit? Thanks, <laughs> no. That you're not helping him. Sadak has to help someone. You're not helping him otherwise. If he needs a loan, should you give him a loan or should he go to the bank? Well, the bank is going to charge 5% and you're not. You have a mitzvah, of course.
4: With the Picasso, with the guy who knows the art market, like the back of his for virtual
0: to in five years, past years that we're going to learn very soon that we're going to learn very, that's, a very, that's a fascinating question is he obligated to lose that much And because in five years he knows it's going to go up he can always say that that's why he's holding on to his uh, things okay so I mean so then the Shulchan Aruch says when do we say that he doesn't have to sell everything that's um, I, I want to finish this point that's what he doesn't have to take from the general community fund. He's taking privately. But if he wants to take from the communal fund that will go to him and not to another Then he really has to sell his stuff in order to take from him. So communal fund is even something even more complicated to take from. This brings us to the year 2000 and something where Rav Wozner from Bnei Brak was asked a practical modern day question based on these halakhot about selling your mortar and pestle, which doesn't usually happen, but what does happen is that somebody has enough money for 12 months, but he wants to take, he wants to fundraise money in order to buy an apartment or to buy an apartment to rent out. In other words, he wants to take, I'm sorry, his income. Right now he has in the bank sitting $75,000. He wants to take that $75,000 to buy himself an apartment, or to buy some type of little apartment that will bring him a little bit of income. Now he's going to need tzedakah again. Right now he doesn't need tzedakah. He has enough money for the year. But he wants to invest it in something that will make him income. But he does that, he's going to need Sadaka. That's his question. Temporarily. What, right? Temporarily? Okay, so he says like this. Rav Osna writes like this. According to me. Pashut Meod. It's obvious that he could do it. why because it says in your idea that we just learned We didn't learn this actually. look at Steve Yeshomrim, some say that's in those days but nowadays he could take until he has enough of a Karen, enough of, a, uh, of enough of a principle. And that makes a lot of sense, says the Shulchan You're allowed to take tzedakah if it's going to help you make yourself a parnasa. So if you want to take that money to buy yourself a store so you can have an income, it's obvious that you're allowed, says the best Yosef. He says it makes a lot of sense. That's what this guy is doing here. So that he's not going to be stuck in the future. He's, Of course he's allowed. According to this uh, Shulchan even if he has 200 zoos, from the tour's reason because after twelve months he's not going to have. Now, is there a priority whether he takes stock or alone?
3: And which one's
0: better if he know of course if he could if he's if he can take a loan and knows he's gonna be able to pay it back well, let's say he doesn't know if he's gonna be able to pay it back or not well
3: that's the whole point of his investments is to be able to pay it back he's buying this property
0: yeah but let's say he's buying a small apartment that will make 500 dollars a month he knows that's what's good that's the market value it'll help him to make his daily living it ain't gonna help him to pay back the loan that's what we're talking about you're right if somebody's gonna uh, about to profit to make a bunch of money, so like of course he should pay back. I don't know if he's obligated. though, I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that is. But it says the Rav Osner, a very important point that the im and gam the gam im and lo keren mishyesh maskurd kvuah shemimena mitparnes ve'revach pshita de'asur If a person doesn't have a right now a uh, a set uh, a set principle a set um how do we call it uh, a a set amount that makes him money, like a, like a like a an investment or a property or something? But he has every month a set salary. So pshita, then he's not allowed to take because he has a set salary. That's like he already has that apartment. Set salary or that apartment is the same thing. but the problem is in Eretz Yisrael even if you have a set salary to make the month you can't afford rent because it skyrockets so you have to go try to buy yourself an apartment otherwise you're you're in big trouble that's considered like he's a poor person if he can't afford basic housing and he's going to keep on climbing and climbing what does it help him with salary? he can't afford housing that's why people go, come to Eretz Yisrael and they collect for housing. It's not called tzedakah. The answer is, if they don't do that, they're never going to make it for the month. They could make 5,000, 10,000 shekel a month. They can't make 20,000 shekel a month. If they need an extra 10,000 to rent out their apartment, they can't do it. So if you help them buy a dira, you're helping them in a major way get Sadaka.
4: Pay
0: a lot of times they buy it fully. Number one, number two, the payments they can manage, uh, they can manage smaller payments, then it'll work. You know, if they just need a down payment, that's not a lot of money, but you're right, and and then of course, because what happens is is that at least they know they controlled their mortgage. Whereas, if they have to live on the rent market in five years, the rent market goes higher, they can't do it anymore. So it is called giving tzedakah. So when people come to collect for apartments, I hear this question from a lot of people saying, I don't own an apartment. Why should I help him have an apartment? Not the same. Because, first of all, you should get yourself an apartment. I don't know. That, that's 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 that's. we got to figure that out. You Maybe you don't need an apartment because you're a student in law school that you're eventually hoping to uh, make a lot of money and buy yourself a house eventually that you have on the side. So right now you don't have. These people... They don't intend ever if they don't buy it now on ever buying an apartment. A lot of the people that come over here, like uh, uh, they come from they come from that type of uh, we'll call it uh, lifestyle or whatever else. Because that's a wrong lifestyle. They should go out. These are questions. That you're not gonna be able, you're not gonna be able to make that difference. Maybe you have to go to bigger people to try to make that difference. But whether you're allowed to withhold tzedakah from that, you're not. You're not allowed to withhold Siddhaka from that. That's like what it says last week, a very dangerous thing to tell a poor guy I want you to get yourself a job. You have to know if you're right in saying that. Yeah.
1: The,
3: uh, yeah you from the here. never, ever says, I've looked at it many times over the last years, it never says... Uh, from uh, Needs to buy, to buy an apartment. It's always his wife is sick. He has cancer. He has t- the kids need so maybe, to the so
0: maybe the VOD doesn't allow that. Maybe the VOD doesn't allow that. I'm telling you, if a guy comes to you personally, is your money called Siddhaka? According to this, Ravazner, it's called zedaka. money to
2: buy a deer for the kid's wedding, that's a, that's a lot of times, yeah. Yes, that's exactly it. That's tzedakah, then? Right? Yes,
0: that's what I'm saying. That's exactly it. But we should ask the Vat. Maybe they have a policy. They have too many poor people, and this is more priority. Or,
3: or anyway, if they put that on their board of
4: directors.
3: No, for it, for
0: example, there's this initiative that that my family is working on. Is that we're promoting an idea? I told you this of Mida Keneged Mida. Now there's a lot of people that need shiduchim in America. So the person needs shiduch in America. Hashem works Mida Keneged Mida. If you help somebody get married off, so that so when we promote this idea, Rev Kolodetsky, who is Rev Chaim Kanievsky's son-in-law, he wrote the letter for it, and he told me explicitly, this is not for like helping somebody buy a dira to get married. That is quote unquote an extra. It's an extra that might be considered tzedakah, but it's it's an extra. He says, we're talking about marrying people off, basic marriage, basic wedding, basic wedding and appliances and one month's rent is around 80,000 shekel, which is 40,000 shekel aside, which is around $10,000 aside. Not that much. But that's basically what it is. What? The couple, the couple yeah, that's the minimum, yeah. minimum, minimum you'll be able to find. What? So the idea is the couple down to the No, they help support yeah. that yeah. initiative, and Hashem is midah kenegaim to help them with the, with the thing. About... Yeah, we don't fundraise. It's just a, this is an idea. It's an idea we're promoting. You find where you want to find where you want to no, give no money.
3: Funds, I mean the money. Like, it's not to... davening.
0: No, this is not the davening initiative. This is the get me the initiative. It's a different initiative, and 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 what he said is for example so Rav Koldesky, I remember he says for example somebody who has more than one player at the at the Chasna that's already a luxury <laughs> <laughs> one keyboard not more <laughs> it's the you know lifestyle you know Pchaev Kajewski's lifestyle you know you understand <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that was uh, Pchaev If they gave him once a uh uh, uh uh, a, a, a basketball and they said uh, are you allowed to play on Shabbos with this it goes in the basket so he says wait just put in the basket before Shabbos what is that to <laughs> it's not the same it's not, not the same concepts that we have okay all right now in uh, in your idea it, we consider we, uh, we consider it like this. 84,
2: 84.
0: This is very important. We continue on the same same halachot. Sev <inaudible> Gimel. <inaudible> Misha yalu Karkayot. Somebody who has who has properties. Oh, this is an important halacha, and it is the makor from Amasechet Babakama Daf zayed Daf Yomi. Ho ho ho. Daf Yomi. Somebody who has karkaot. Ve'im karam karam If he's going to, you hear this Danny? If he's going to sell them right now, he's going to sell them cheaper. Because nobody's buying them in the winter where it's all flooded. but if he waits until the summer, yim karam he's going to be able to sell it at his proper worth. E'in ot We don't obligate him to sell we are able to give him himka we don't obligate him to sell early so the answer to Danny's question do we tell this guy with a Picasso that he has to sell it right away or not the answer is we do not tell him he has to sell because he's going to lose a lot of money then yeah,
3: but we ask or require him to give us a timeline it sounds like there's a timeline here. you're
0: allowed if you want you're allowed to tell him I could give you a loan on condition that you pay me back when you sell that Picasso.
3: No, but it sounds like here there's a more
0: of a specific
3: timeline, like
0: winter to summer. No, yeah, I know. So, I know. so like, you say a... within two years or, you know, so not indefinite. Wait, the Ramah also adds in a a, a, a caveat. And the Ramah says like this, That's only if the Ramah adds on, that this is only if he's going to have to sell it at a devaluation of more than half, okay? But if it's going to be like, if he's going to sell it and still get more than half of its worth, then he should. So that's, that makes a big difference, number one.
5: even 40% loss? 45% is a loss. Yeah, I
0: know. But Ramos says half. That's
5: like he government. wasn't a,
0: as good enough of a businessman as you.
3: Well, I'm just thinking uh, retirement accounts because you lose about 40% of your retirement account but that would seem like you would have to sell off your retirement account before you do this.
0: Yeah. That's tough. that's your rub.
4: I think if if you're talking in terms of accounts like they world anyway one of
0: these people, who's, who's snacking, the these people what do you mean somebody's been working on a very meager salary but they have a but they have a retirement account because their work gives them that
3: it could be very small
0: so what are they supposed like to do when they get to 80 years old what are they supposed to do all their kids are in colon they're not able to support them what are they supposed to do so they can't they can't access
4: their retirement account yeah,
0: I think retirement account. I don't know if it's the same as a property. It's not an extra. It's in order for them to live when they're eighty years old. I think. Okay. Let's say everybody else takes uh, for a lot. Let's say. Let's say it's not the time of the season, but he just he has he's finding something to get cheaper because he's very pressured. So then he doesn't have to. So, so. Uh, so and this. So let's go a little bit further. That, that,
1: that's
0: that's based on Hilchot I want to I want to see some of the practical um, uh, practical applications to this. I'm going, so I'm going to skip a little bit more the talks about supporting somebody according to what he needs a lot of uh, important stories that people were used to luxuries and for them they can't deal without it you can't just take somebody who lost all his money overnight in Beverly Hills and stick him in Compton you just can't do that it's just going to demoralize him totally so if you have to pay for him an apartment and Pico Robertson just $4,000 a month or something that might be justifiable that might be justifiable um, and then you and know not these not are these are decisions not. to rabbanim. What? But not another house in Beverly Hills. The Gemara seems to say a house in Beverly Hills, but it's it's hard to like push it that much. Like who's going to give because of that? You have to know the person. If that person really is the, he's going to crumble if he doesn't have a house, which is like I think some psychologist, but otherwise, but uh, but then yeah, you know it's it's, it's unfortunate. It's the guy without the private jet. In those days, it was riding on a white horse. That's the example the Gemara gives. That's the Gemara uh, r- riding on, uh, on, a, on, a, on a white horse. You have to know it's case by case. Uh, now, if, if the pauper himself, the the Marsha says that the Marsha in page eighty seven says, "Why does it say an ani, the son of good people?" So says the Marsha because he was used to it because of his parents but if he made himself those habits of being luxurious nouveau riche as we call them then uh, then too bad then, then you know sorry it's a guy who had no choice he grew up in that lifestyle and then overnight something happened God forbid so that's when you have to step in and, and give him that amount okay um, then what is the tzedakah that you give, according to what?
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: now, we're going to learn in Hilchot Maaseh, giving to shuls and giving to Ahzakat Torah and all of that. We're not going to learn that today. We are, uh, you know, even though it comes up in the Shulchan Aruch on page 88, but that's not really what we're doing now how what is an ani what does he take they you give him what he needs kate if he was hungry you give him uh you, you you give him to clothe him a house you give him what he needs okay etc etc you have to feed him as well as you feed yourself you, uh... If he's used to something normal Yes, you can't give him a potato peel Look at page 89 Sevgimo, Very important And I mentioned this before A poor person that is going from door to door We don't give him a lot of money You give him a little bit Because he's going from door to door So everybody's going to give him a little bit He'll get a lot So that's important also you don't give them large amounts. What you could give him is chizuk. That's free. And that's always a mitzvah. Doesn't mean just because you're giving a few dollars, you have to treat them like that. You could treat them like a million dollars and you could still give him a few dollars. By the way, that's a good quote. Can you get me that uh, patented? Okay. Now, who had in Mikol Yachet etzlo ain't tzarech latet lo matanam Okay, so to not only, in other words. Uh, okay, from communal funds, that, that was that. Okay, so let's go to the uh, Rav Osner, A few more important questions. He had to deal with this in Bnei Brak. A lot of these, que- a lot of these questions. Rav Osner says, I'm not going to have time to read the whole thing, so I want to read the English at the end, is that if someone is raising funds to enable him to buy an apartment in an expensive neighborhood, when it is feasible for him to rent instead, or buy equivalent home elsewhere, it is likely not its duck obligation to help him buy in the expensive area. He wants an apartment in Bnei Brak. Too bad. You have to go outside a little bit. El Ad, which is 20 minutes away, is $100,000 instead of $400,000. Like, yeah. Of course, this would be qualified by the context that's just day to day. Let's say, it's an almana who lost her husband, who has 10 kids, and she has to be next to her sisters, who all live there. Maybe then it's different. That a rav has to decide because that's really case by case. Um, and then the gemara in Psachim says that it's better to work in an undignified manner and be self sufficient than say it's beneath my dignity and accept from others. Right? Is that, that's the famous gemara that says that Pshot Nevel to bishuk vishakil Igra. It's better to to be a Uber driver and not have to take money. From tzedakah and say, oh no, I can't be an Uber driver. Now, if it's going to break the guy morally, fine. But if your guy wants to know, then what should I do? I'm an honorable guy. Should I go start being a cash register? Better to do that than to re- than rely on tzedakah. That's the hashkafa for the ani himself. Doesn't mean you have to tell that to the ani, <laughs> right? We said that last week. You could get into big trouble by telling that to the ani. But that's the ani has to know that. Okay. Um, that's what it says in 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 Reish as well that a person should always uh, stay away from taking money. But it's Now once again, this is not Talmud Torah. This is zdaqa, and that's why it says in 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 the laws of the Shulchan Aruch Siman Lamed Lamadalvin Orachaim that you should know Hashem in all ways. Page ninety five, the bir Allah the Chavetz Chaim says that if one cannot learn torah and teach his students without being supported by public funds all of would agree that he should be supported so he could learn and teach undisturbed okay so that's that's the answer for kolal people giving money to kolal people that's in order to promote torah that's a whole different level even though he's not considered an ani when a when a when a poor person is 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 in front of you or a, or a, a guy learning torah even if the guy learning torah might have that money but he he, it's part of his salary in order to be able to teach. So you want to give him extra money for the Chagim so he'll be able to teach better. He'll have a little bit on the side. All of that is considered hachzaka to Torah. Okay, now, once again, if it's if his father is a billionaire or something, he has to have enough decency to say, you know what, maybe I'll take from my father's funds. Maybe his father told him, you can't have any of my funds. You never know what's going on in families. Let's see the overview in page 90, uh, 90, 90, 99. They messed up the the, the order of the pages But let's finish with that And let's ask Danny to start reading for us Go ahead It is always
2: preferable for It is always preferable for a person to remain self-sufficient To avoid accepting charity We'll go this way Even if one must engage in an undignified line of work He should do so rather than taking tzedakah Chazal teaches us that it is better to make your Shabbos table Like a regular weekday Than to come onto others rules that one sh- Don't have chicken and meat if it means you have to take tzedakah. The Shulchan Aruch rules that one should rather subject himself to a life of pain, live in a more comfortable life by depending on other people to provide for him. These statements of Chazal are directed to the recipient. From the giver's angle, however, he should always be prepared to give tzedakah without making such demands. Even if one is approached by someone who looks like he has the ability to work, he must still give the poor man a donation. It is not up to him to decide that the man is too lazy, or just is not getting his act together. He must help him anyway. Okay, Tomer, your turn.
3: Additionally, was unusual... It is usually not advisable for a person to accept charity. If he is sick or old or unable to support himself at all, he should take charity and not live in a state of pain and suffering. The Shah writes that the same applies for one who is having trouble marrying off his daughters. He should take charity in order to allow himself to marry them off. In such cases, one who does not take charity because he is too proud can be compared to one who is running himself and his family because of his pr- ruining himself and his family because of his pride, right. and he may be punished for doing so.
0: Amazing, Danny, go for
4: it. The classic Ani, who is considered an Ani? Chazal instituted a guideline that one who does not have a clear plan as to how he will support himself and his family to cover their expenses for the year is considered an Ani and he's permitted to accept Tzedakah funds. The Mishnah tells us that a person who has less than 200 zoos in savings fits into this category, as this was the equivalent of one year's salary in their times. It's hard to put an exact number as to how that translates in today's terms, as it would depend on multiple factors, including, but not limited to, which government programs are available, how many children are in the family, how much tuition the family is obligated to submit, and the basic standard of living in the region. The year of 200 zoos refers to having that amount of money in savings, Even if one does not have that amount, if he has a realistic plan for how to support his family for a year, he would not be considered an ani and would not be allowed to receive tzedakah funds. This means that if one's household has a steady source of income and has no reason to believe that he will lose it any time soon and it provides enough for him to make ends meet and live on on the basic community standard, he's not considered an ani. Alternatively, if one has an income stream from an investment or if one has a steady support coming from relatives that he can rely on, he may not take tzedakah, even if he doesn't have any save, money in savings.
0: Okay, Major
3: Selling personal items. One is not required to sell his personal items that he needs for a daily function in order to avoid taking tzedakah. However, any personal item that one owns that he does not need for daily function, one must sell before taking tzedakah. And the value of these items are included in the share of 200 zus Communal distributions. The limitations mentioned above refer to when one may not take money from an individual or from an organization that was established to give charity to the poor. However, if there are communal funds available to assist the general public, one may accept this assistance even if he is not technically classified as an unni. For example, anyone learning in Kola may accept a Kola check or a stipend for being tested on various portions of Torah or money or food from Bikr Cholim or various Kupas yamtav or Hasna funds that are made available to the entire community.
0: Very good.
1: All right. Go for it, uh, Elio. Special needs. The shoe of 200 zoos refers to when one may not accept Siddhaka for his daily living needs. <clears throat> if however one has special needs such as medical bills, wedding expenses, or Pidon Shibuyi, one may take Sadaka even if his basic needs are covered for the year. Sefer Siddhaka special does that even if one does not have such need now, but anticipates these expenses will arise within the year, one can start accumulating charity funds for, to cover those expenses. Similarly, the classification of Ani is measured by the specific situation the person is in at this uh, very moment. Even a rich man who finds himself in a predicament where, where he has lost access to his wealth at the moment may take Sadaka. For example, if someone is on a trip abroad and loses access to his wealth, or if one has millions but is still all tied up in a real estate venture, and he finds himself in a situation where he would need to swallow a very significant loss, should he sell now, he may take Sadaka to hold him over until a time when the lo- a t- a time down the line when he can get more value for his assets. This exact halakha is a big complex that needs to be discussed in halakha before being acted
0: Okay,
1: Ruben, go
5: for it. The amount of charity to be given to each pauper depends on his personal needs. The Gemara Ketubot uh, 67 and 68 cites several examples of a poor people being given the delicacies and luxuries because they are they were previously wealthy and they were accustomed to these things. Hazal all said that even a horse uh, to ride on or a servant <coughs> to run for him which we which were the luxuries of the rich should be given to a sadaka to one who is accustomed to such as uh, exa- uh, exuberance this type of luxury should be given to such a person from public synagogue funds but an individual does not necessarily need to provide a formerly wealthy man with all uh, that he needs for a luxurious life if it can be provided collectively by others having said this it must be noted that this is limited to things that the uh, ani may be physically sensitive to, because this formerly wealthy man physically cannot live without such a luxury. Then he is entitled to take it from the public suraqa funds. If he is merely seeking luxury, however, he does not need them to function physically. Uh, then he is a charlatan and unworthy of a charity. In this way, the Gemara specifically mentions that these uh, above mentioned paupers were previously wealthy and cannot be. Uh, faulted for being accustomed to delicacies. If a pauper himself chose uh, uns- uh, unsustainable habits and went into debt in order to live a life on the standard he was never able to maintain, then he is alone. Uh, he alone is at fault and is unworthy of receiving charity. Some poskim limit this halacha to one who is still living this luxurious lifestyle, and the community is not yet aware of uh, he has fallen financially. However, if he's audience will know that he has had his this setback, he may not receive zakaf funds to maintain his standard.
0: I just do want to mention that there's a lot of resources here. Look on the bottom; they have. WhatsApps, but that's not on the subject that we're doing it. Whatever the subject that we're doing, they have small videos on each of these things that you can look on their website of beisavad.org. Yorucha topics, you'll find a lot of videos and informative information if you want to look more into this. And uh, you know uh, they got they they have shirim on this, but it's 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 basically what we're learning now. This is the source sheets and. Uh, And uh, I, I do see that these halakhis in particular, you really need rabbinic involvement, responsible rabbanim that are heads of tzedakah funds to really know what's justifiable or what's not.